0: In your schedule to come on Tuesday night instead of Wednesday night, and uh, I know how some of y'all will be. Uh, y'all will be cooking all tomorrow night, and I wouldn't even got y'all here. So like we gotta we gotta do this on Tuesday night, and some of you're gonna be going out of town, and uh, I, I just I got a I got a word, and I feel like I'm gonna speak it as quick as I can. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is not going to make too much sense, the title, but it will in a minute with this verse, but I want to talk to you on the importance of corporate prayer. It is very important that God's people corporately pray. I think in the body of Christ, the problem that is is coming in the body of Christ in 2019 and 2020, I do believe there's a demon loose. With everybody wanting to be Lone Rangers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I'm not too familiar with the show, but I just believe even the Lone Ranger needed Tano. Amen. And you need somebody. Father, we love you. And we bless you. Thank you for our time together. May we not take it for granted. The ability to worship you and to praise you, to hear your word, speak into our hearts. May thanksgiving exude from our lips. We'll thank you for all that you do tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Uh, it, he said, don't be anxious for anything. Don't have anxiety about anything. If there's anything I know about the holidays, uh, if you're anything like me, comes anxiety. Uh, it is it is the, the craziest thing, trying to get a whole bunch of people together, and uh, at the same time, have everybody get along. <coughs> Amen. Amen. I was going to tell you why well, i to be funny today, but I'm not. I told Dan, but I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, he, he said, don't be anxious for anything. But here's what I want you to do. But by everything, I want you to pray about it. Don't be anxious. With thanksgiving. Yeah. And he said, that does not make sense. Right. Shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So you will always have peace. And the peace of God will keep your mind, the peace of God will keep your heart, through Christ, when everything you pray about. And and what I believe, with all my heart, going into 2020, the year of vision, but, but, but what I believe more than anything, is God's people have got to go back to
1: prayer.
0: And the thing that really hit my life over the last few days... Is God's people have got to go back praying about it? Not talking about it, not complaining about it, not gossiping about it, but praying about it. It's giving to God what concerns me. It's you giving to God what concerns you. That I'm going to pray about it, I'm going to ask humbly about it. I'm going to thank Him in advance for the answer prayer. Amen. And I'm going to let God's peace Guard my heart and my mind It is very important that we understand That prayer is powerful Especially when prayer is focused When prayer is focused among many people Coming together Prayer is powerful Prayer is powerful when a family is focused in the same prayer. Prayer is powerful when a church is focused on the same prayer. It is called corporate prayer. When we all come together and we're focused. The land that you're standing that we're all on today came because a group of people were focused in their prayer. We were focused. We prayed. And we prayed until God did something. And it didn't happen overnight. But it happened. Many of you are here. They're focused. That they didn't give up on you. That when you called them and gave them the bad reports, they prayed about it. They gave it to God. To God. We need the and grandfathers of the church to rise up again. To be models and examples of what all of us should do in a lifestyle of prayer.
1: Amen.
0: Just with pastors, just with pastors, 1,500 pastors leave the ministry every month. In the United States, 1,500 pastors said, I'm not going to preach again" every month. That is 18,000 a year. 18,000 pastors say, I cannot carry the load any further. 40% of pastors admit to having an affair. 40%. Four out of every 10 pastors say I've had an affair. 97% of all pastors have been betrayed or falsely accused by church members. 97%. 78% of pastors have been betrayed by a close friend or a family member in the church. 80% Now, Now this is huge. Eighty percent of pastors' children do not go to church as adults. Jesus, because of church members.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: And my purpose for all of that is to give you an example. Is not to. Hey, Debbie, is good to see you. You good? Uh, my purpose for saying that is not to sit there and make you feel sorry for me. My purpose for saying that is if you ask anybody their opinion of a pastor, someone has one. If you ask everybody in this church what I should be doing, everybody's going to say something. And they're all going to be different. But the problem is, is 1,500 of us are leaving the ministry every. Never to preach again. Eighteen thousand of us a year will say, "I'm not preaching ever again for nobody." Eighty percent of our kids will say, "I don't want to go to church when I'm an adult," for the stress I saw people put my dad through. Ninety-seven percent of us say that the people who are close to us betray us or talk bad about us. And my purpose through all of that is saying this. We talk about it, but who's praying for it? You see, everybody's got an opinion, and we can gossip about the opinion, and we can talk about the opinion, but who is praying? You see, the fact of the matter is, is if I stood up tonight, which I won't, because I got a little thing called self-control, But if I stood up here tonight and said, I just want to let everybody know I'm having an affair, you're not going to come back Sunday. But the point is, is how many of you have prayed that I would stay pure? It's real. You see, we all have feelings. We all have opinions and we all have thoughts, but not too many people are focusing their prayer. And then we'll turn around and say, I feel let down by it. But we ain't prayed about it. Right. No. right we ain't asked God's hand to be upon it. Right. It's tight, but it's right. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about the church member but have not prayed for them. That's right. Amen. Amen. We will criticize one another, but we're not praying about it. That's right. And so basically what it does is we're asking ourselves to govern God's body instead of trusting God to govern his body and petitioning God for his hand and protection On all of the saints. Amen. I've been called everything you can think of. In 16 years of ministry. You know why I'm still doing what I'm doing? Because I know i got a handful of people who pray for me. Amen. 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 Prayer works. And if I could get this church to get anything, if your opinion doesn't matter, and my opinion doesn't matter, all that matters is God's opinion. Amen. 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 I am not the police force of the kingdom of God. Come on now. And neither are you. That's right. He is the judge. That's good. He is the ruler. And I've got to let everything into his hands. Amen. And at the end of the day, yes, Thanksgiving's coming up. And there are people I can't wait to see. And there are people I'm dreading to see.
1: Tell the truth. And I'm going to do amen. Amen.
0: But at the end of the day, the people who I'm dreading to see, how long have I really prayed for them? That's good. That's good. I got an opinion, but I don't have a prayer. And it's very important that the body of Christ come together in focused prayer. Focused prayer. A husband and wife come together in focus. God moves when people are focused in their prayer life. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse number 17 Therefore if any man be in Christ he's a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things are new and all things are of God what's this who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus and hath given unto given unto us Us. the ministry of reconciliation well I'm in this no you're not if you follow Jesus He has already put you into a ministry. And that ministry is reconciliation. Mm -hmm. It is bringing things together. It is reconciling. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. And has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So therefore, if we have a ministry of reconciliation, bringing people together with Christ, how much are we praying for people to be reconciled to Christ? Amen. 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 See, we've got to get out of the idea that I want someone to come to Jesus so they will be reconciled to me. I want people to be reconciled to God. Amen. Amen. I've got to understand that God is not in the business because I want to throw his name in the middle of it. Of fulfilling my agenda in someone else's life. That's good. the business of bringing people together to him. Not for me to try to change anyone. I can't change anyone. You can't either. Let's just be honest. If the people in my life I could change, they would already be changed to what I want. Amen <laughs> Husbands and wives You should be saying amen yes. Right? Amen <laughs> Yes sir At the end of the day It don't work for me to change someone To what I want them to be That's right. Mm-hmm. My prayer should be For God to change them Into what he wants them That's to good. be That's real good Now we are ambassadors of God We represent we represent you, As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be you reconciled to God. So that should be the prayer of every Christian. The prayer of every Christian with supplication, humbly asking, the prayer of every Christian with thanksgiving should be for people to be reconciled to God. We complain about the world, but how much are we trying to reconcile the world back to God?
1: Amen. Amen. Not my
0: ideology of life. Not what my upbringing is. That's right. Amen. 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 Because I have often found And I'm not trying to get into a theological debate right here, but I do have the microphone. (laughs) So it's really not a debate. (laughs) But I have found a lot of my upbringing was right. But a lot of it was also wrong. And let me explain that, and so was yours. That's right. So when I'm wanting somebody to fit into my world, then I'm giving them a wrong world to fit into. Oh, that's good. That's good. When I was a little boy, I was raised in a denominational church. And we were taught that anybody who speaks in tongues was the devil. Jesus. And we'd be in the middle of service and somebody in that denominational church, somebody starts talking in tongues and they'd escort you out. Yes, sir. And I don't know if y'all been part of that damn yeah. <laughs> church. Yes sir. Somebody get a shaman and be like,
1: hey,
0: And one day I was reading the Bible and I came across the verse that said, Forbid not to speak in the tongues. Mm-hmm. In the New Testament. Mm-hmm. In Corinthians. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Like, we kicked you out. Like, we said, hey, gotta go.
1: But but, but
0: here the Bible is. And so here's what I I learned very quickly. A lot of my traditions are not what God wants. And, And so in order for me to reconcile others, I might need to pray for my own self to be reconciled. God. Help us, Pastor. Help us. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. let give me five more minutes. In Acts chapter number two, verse thirty-seven. He says, Now 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 Peter just preached the first message ever. It's the day of Pentecost. Peter just preaches the first message ever. And he says, Now, when they heard this, this message, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles. Men and brethren, what are we supposed to do now? Then Peter said unto them, repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. For the promise, watch this now. Here's something to get you excited about. For the promise is to you, and to your children. Yes. Okay. And to all them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And when many of the words he did testify in his saying, save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they, watch this? Now some, and that's fine. Some did not receive the word. But they that gladly received his word, yeah. oh my God! Oh, be- see, <laughs> see, you got to get hear it. this. That's it's it. It's amazing to me. Peter preached. Oh, Peter preached. Yes, sir. I'm going. I got to try to help you right here. Because okay. some of you try to be so spiritual, you try to get so deep stuff. <laughs> That's right, Pastor. It did not say when they heard the word of the Lord. right, right. Come on. <laughs> When they gladly received his word, they were baptized. And the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Yes. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking bread. Watch this. And in prayer. So this new group of 3,000 believers got together and they said, hey, let's eat together, let's fellowship together, but let's pray together. Let's focus our prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things in common. And they sold their possessions and goods. And parted them to all men, as every man had a need. All right, so here's what it means. It means if someone had a piece of land that they wasn't using, they would sell it. They would sell the land, and they would give the money to the apostles. They would give the money to the apostles. And the apostles would distribute it as need. And they continued daily in one accord in the temple and breaking of house from house to house and they did eat meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God and having favor with all people and the Lord added daily such as should be saved. So they came together and said we're going to pray. And when they prayed God began moving in people's lives. And so if someone had an animal that they wasn't using, they'd sell the animal, and in prayer, God would lay on their heart who the apostles should turn around and bless. Amen. Amen. I know y'all struggling because y'all don't like sound theology. <laughs> You see, back in those days, they didn't do what we do. They didn't pass offering on them, but right,
1: right, right.
0: Right. Like they didn't do that. Like the church Jesus established, right. like Jesus. <laughs> Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, Jesus. But like they came and, 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 and the apostles would stand and they would come and, and, and lay everything at their feet and the apostles would pick it up and do what they thought was right with it. I don't know if you could go to that church. <laughs> so what's this? And they would begin praying. The church would begin praying and God would pray their hearts as to who should be blessed and have all things in common with because the church came together in prayer. Amen. Amen. Now we have replaced prayer with boards and committees.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Amen. Yeah. You see, it's focused. Prayer that changes a man's heart. It's not my words. It's focused prayer. You want God to save your family? It's focused prayer. You want God to save your children? It's focused prayer. You want God to, you want God to bless you? It's focused prayer. When the church prays, miracles happen. Amen. Yes. Yes. In Acts 12, I want you to get this. When the church focuses their prayers, God moves. Now about the time of Herod, the king stretched forth his hands to bet certain in the church. So here, certain in the church were getting attacked by the government. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. So church members are dying. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. And there, there were the days of unleavened bread. Yes, sir. And when he had apprehended him, he put Peter in the prison, delivered him to the four quadrants of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth unto the people. was gonna kill him. Peter therefore was kept in prison. Watch this. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church. Of God unto God for him for him so peter went in jail for doing nothing wrong but the church got together yeah and said hey we can't we can't if we go talk to herod he ain't listening to us we're going to be in jail too if we go if if, 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 if we do nothing about it he's going to stay in jail So why don't we do this? Why don't we all focus our prayers? Yes, sir. Just like in the early church, we're going to focus our prayers for people to get saved. He said, we're going to focus our prayers so that Peter can get free. And when Herod would have brought him forth, he was going to bring him forth to kill him. The same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison, where they had him guarded. And the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side. The angel said, "Hey, get up!" And raised him up, and saying, "Arise quickly!" And his chains fell off from his hand. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. How did it happen? Focus prayer. Angels say, Hey, get up, gird yourself. Hey, man, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Time to go. But it happened because of focused prayer. Here's my concern. My concern if that was in 2019, not, maybe not you, but the majority of church people would say, Man, I hate that for Apostle Peter. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He never did nothing to nobody. You know, he walked on water one time. <laughs> Boy, he's a good old one. We're going to miss him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, who's going to be the next pastor around And Nobody will be
1: this, you right.
0: But instead, they all came together and said, no, no, we're not going to do all that. We're going to pray. We're going to focus our prayer. Because we don't know how God's going to do it. We don't know when God's going to do it. That's right. But we just believe that if we all come together, God is going to do it. Yeah. That's right. Oh my goodness. Matthew 18, 18. I read it last week. Yeah, we are gonna get that. Apparently I say to you, hey, if you bind something on earth, it's going to be bound in heaven. If you loose something on earth, it's going to be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that is two. Say two. Two. Say two. 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 Say, two. Two. say two. 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 Of you shall agree on earth touching anything. Oh, that's the challenge, man. I gotta find some people to focus with me. That's it. I gotta find some people to pray with me. No wonder the devil's after everybody. Mm-hmm. He's trying to stop agreement, because the moment he stops agreement, he stops the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. If two of you can touch anything that they ask, it shall be done of them of the Father which is in heaven. Amen. Therefore, if two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the middle of it. That's right. James 5 16, confess your faults to one another. Pray for one another, that you may be healed. Amen. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. God said there's power when a righteous person prays. Yes, sir. Let me help you right here. And a righteous person doesn't mean a all-the-time right person.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: It is somebody who has been covered in the righteousness of Jesus. Yes. It is not looking at your perfection. It is looking the fact that you have said yes to Jesus and His righteousness is covered you Amen. in your life. Yes. And if you have said yes to Jesus, yes. and if you're following Him, God says, you're right in my eyes. Amen. And then he turns around and says "And if that person who is right in my eyes will pray, yes. there is power yes. in their prayer. That's right. good. There is power to save your family. Yes. There is power to rescue your children. Yes. There is power to turn your home around. There is power to cause revival to break loose. Yes. There is power for signs and wonders. Yes. There is power over cancer, and there is power over devils, and there is power over defeat. And God's people have got to go back to prayer. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Go good. Good word. Second Chronicles. I'm done. Seven, verse number fourteen. If my people,
1: yes, sir. My, yes, oh, we got to
0: find out if you want to hear or not. <laughs> if my people are called by his name, can just humble themselves pray. and pray. That's right. There we go. Pray, pray, not worry about, it, not be anxious about it. Not adjust your life mm. to the problem. That's good. But if my people will just go pray. Yeah. Adjust your to <laughs> it. Pray. We call it push. We'll just pray until something happens. We'll just pray. They'll seek my face and they'll turn from their evil way. It's essential in the life of every
1: believer. Amen.
0: Jesus is in the garden. He's about to die. And he knows it. And he takes with him Peter, James, and John. And he gets to the edge of the Garden of Gethsemane and says, Tarry here. And pray. And he goes a little further. And he starts praying in drops of blood. And he goes back to where he left his friends, his followers, and they're asleep. And he wakes them up and said, could you not be an hour? Come on now. Look what all I've done. I called you when no one else would call you. I gave you purpose when no one else gave you purpose. And I'm in in need. And you can't pray an hour for me. Saul told David, God forbid, I sin against you by failing to pray for you. Saul said it's a sin if I fail to pray for you. I believe in the 2019 this last To realize that my opinion didn't move the hand of God, it took me a long time to realize that my thoughts did not move the hand of God. It took me a long time to realize that my feelings did not move the hand of God. So there was two things that moved God's hand my obedience and my prayer see while, I, while it was right and there was a lot growing up that could have been wrong but there was a lot that was right I grew up in the church, I don't know about you, where the grandmamas would meet before service. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they prayed about it. They prayed about the family. They prayed about their church members. God always answered, He always answered. Husband and wife, I want you to hear me. God can fix what you can. Focus your prayers. You have no idea. I want every parent. If you're a parent in here, raise your hand. If you're a parent. I'm Everybody look at me. Man, you got your hand raised? <laughs> Come on, I know I'm going. I, I know i on it because I'll start the series on this Sunday. But, 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 but they're world changers. Yep. Come on, that, that you parents should be focusing your prayer on that. Yes. God, I thank you. No weapon formed against them will prosper today. I'm going to focus my prayer on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Focus my prayer that you're going to surround them with right people. Amen. That you're going to remove the wrong people. Yes. Amen. Amen. With every head this morning, And told me I I I I want you to call for some prayer warriors. I want you to call for some people who's going to pray. If it don't happen, you'll be mad about it. If it don't go your way, you'll be sad about it. But how much have we prayed about it?
1: Jesus is in the garden. It's about well, to to everybody,
0: everybody
1: look at me right
0: Everybody look at, you. Everybody look at you. I used to leave my grandmother Smith's house. She was my great-grandmother. But she was grandmother Smith. And I don't know if you, you're familiar with Georgia. But she lived <laughs> in Copper, Georgia. And I remember going to her house and me and all my cousins would be playing out further. And he starts praying drops of blood. But before we left, he goes back. She was a good baptist. Before he left his friends. Before one of us in that little living room, and before we left, he can't me. to can you come here? Lord bless him. Lord, he gonna be a man of God one day. Lord, your hands upon his life, and I give you praise for it. And as a six-year-old kid, I'd be thinking to myself, "You smell funny." <laughs> I would. I would. I'd be like, man, what in my world?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd <kill> the world? I killed
0: the <laughs> mood. No, no, you you ain't hearing me. I'm gonna try to tell you something. So I'm walking on the steps of UNCC, UNC Charlotte leaving a history class where I just gave a debate about the Civil War, about slavery, and the professor looked at me and said to me, what are you going to school for? I said, I'm going to school to be a history teacher. He said, not no more, I want you to go to law school, you're going to be an attorney. And I sat there and weighed my balances and said, history teacher, attorney, Yeah, I like the sound of the attorney (laughs) stuff. So I'm walking down the steps outside of UNCC, left his classroom, and God stopped me and said, I I don't want you to be an attorney. I've called you to preach my gospel. I walked out of there, went home, enrolled in Bible college. And as I'm walking, no, no, listen, but as I'm walking down those steps, all I hear is, Lord, bless you. My hand is on me. And I couldn't get away from that prayer. There was two things that moved God's hand. My obedience. Let me tell you one more thing real quick, and then we all going to pray, and then we're going to eat. Okay. Some of y'all playing and praying crazy prayers. God bless this food to the nursing of my body. See, wow. Eat yeah. Arby's, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it. I like
1: Arby's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some of you heard this story before. I was 16 years old. I grew up in the and church. I don't uh, know about you. The dad, can I go to Borough for graduation? Right. Yes. <laughs> and they prayed about it. And I couldn't believe it when he said yes. <laughs> so here I am, 16 years they old, going to Myrtle Beach for graduation. Our uh, friend came to pick me up, and we headed to Myrtle Beach. And he's blowing the horn for me to come out, out there. All my stuff's on. there. I can't wait. We've got a party. He <laughs> I'm excited about it. And he said, hey, boy,
1: he said, come in my room for a minute before you leave.
0: I walked in there, and he said, sit on my bed. And true story, I sat right down on the edge of his, my bed, and he comes right over and said, I want to pray for you, know him, why do I you're okay. I said, all right, here's Dad, Dad's a preacher, man, uh, he's going to say my prayer, keep him Everybody safe. Me. And, and, and here's what he said, God. I pray that if on, he I, don't, a I, drop I don't of alcohol. Don't
1: you're
0: making <laughs> sick. <laughs> True <Too> soul. <sore. laughs> God, I pray for every I mean, he just went on and on. God, No weapon formed against him will prosper today. So I'm walking out. Prayer. True story. I'm walking down the hall. prayer that you're going to surround them. My me. <laughs> that you're going to remove and so the wrong yes. I said thank you. She said Lord. She said, Lord. She said Lord, I pray that if he ever touches, on me, that Lord you would just show him my face. Oh no. Never <laughs> So I'll never forget, I, I didn't have no hotel, so some buddies of mine were staying this little cheap place. Come you all been graduation in this little cheap place, there's eight of us in the room. And somebody, i them some drinks in the
1: bathtub.
0: And they say, hey man, go it and I say, all right, cool. So I grab the red Solo cup, and I go, and all of a sudden, I see my mom. And a minute I thought, man, if I take this, I'm going to get sick.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hear me. If they'd have never prayed it with me, yes. I'd have never felt convicted. Focus. Okay. You have no idea the power of God that is going to hit you and your family and this church in 2020. Yes. But it's come. It's like a so Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you want tonight to say, God, I want to be a prayer warrior for you. I want to prayer, I want to be a prayer warrior. I want you to raise your hand right now to God. I want you to raise your hand to God and say, Lord, I want to be a prayer warrior for you. Come on, I need you to pray about it. Pray about it. Right now, pray about it. Pray about it. Focus your prayer. Focus your prayer. What mountains in your way? What do you want God to do? What is His word saying that's not taking place in your life? needs reconciling back to God. Praying for. through my mind.
1: He
0: yes. said, yes. I'm about to go to the church. I'm about to tell Dad. I feel the call to preach. never forget, she, what that man said. Last night before you got home, you were out with your friends. pray that God would use you to shape the world. Oh you gotta stop fighting it. Service. Lord, we commit our life to prayer. Lord, raise up world changers in this room. Raise up people who shake the very gates of hell. Raise up people that the devil is afraid of. Start a revival in us that permeates through our life and the others. Lord, I just sense it in my spirit so hard. Calling us into a secret place with you. So we answer that call tonight and we bless you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm gonna tell you, I've already went back there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: appreciate some of your cakes already. <laughs> Don't you dare leave. I know I preached a little longer, but some of you just had to get it tonight. Mm -hmm. Stay back. Fellowship. Go get your kids. Have some fellowship. If I don't get a chance to tell all of you individually, let me tell all of you corporately. Happy Thanksgiving. I pray today, for this is the will of God concerning you. God bless you. I'll see you Sunday.